Hello, hello, and welcome to Epiloggers, a book club for fantasy fiction and nerdy readers where we crack open a beer as we crack open our books. This week, we're going to be jumping back onto our dystopian-themed book journey with Ender's Game from Orson Scott Card. In this prologue episode, we're going to be talking about the first quarter or so of the book, so you still have time to grab a copy and a beer and jump right in. If you love what we're doing here and you have a book that you would like us to read and review, you should find us on Twitter and Instagram at EpiloggersPod. All content creators would love a rate and review in the Apple Podcasting app, us especially. It helps new users find the podcasts that you enjoy. So if you don't mind, we would love it if you drop us a review. Anyway, I think that's all for the updates. Let's go ahead and get started. Well, um, I have a lot to drink too. <laughs> Me too. I had a really good week and today was just like the best day until a tornado came. <laughs> <laughs> I had the total opposite. This week has been so like blah. No. I know. By Monday afternoon, I had absolutely zero motivation. And then oh. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, just were total washes. Just gone. <laughs> yeah. So happy recording day. I did. So today was the first day all week that I felt like I got shit accomplished and that today was like an okay day. Let me go ahead and crack open this beer real quick. It's a plum goes, which I'm <gasps> ale brewed with Italian plums. I'm not even sure if I'm allowed to drink this since I'm not Italian, but. <laughs> oh my God. You take one ancestry test. I tell you how inaccurate they are. <laughs> I suppose so. Anyway, Anywho. so now that I have this beer from Two Roads. <laughs> beautiful. And if you don't keep keep that in. I will unfriend you in real life. <laughs> oh no. IRL. IRL. I I'm going to crack open this cider because oh, yeah. I haven't yet. Yeah. What are you drinking? Um, I'm drinking a cider because my girlfriend left it here and she out of town. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting lit. Um, Yeah. It's Blake's Hard Cider Company. It's called Flannel Mouth. And this is also a product That's probably the most lesbian beer I think I've ever heard. <laughs> Flannel Mouth. Oh no. <laughs> Oh, no. I don't think I'm ever going to drink something that isn't made in Michigan ever again. Not by choice, but because it seems to be the only thing available. <laughs> Do, oh, does Michigan maybe have poor import, um, poor import, like rules and regulations, maybe? I or maybe they just no support idea. local beer, hashtag, so much that they really only show Michigan beer. I mean, either option is very possible. Also, this is a cold weather state, just like Massachusetts. And I firmly believe that as the temperature drops, the amount of breweries goes up. <laughs> I agree. Um, this one's from this one's from Connecticut. I don't think I've had a Pennsylvania beer yet. I'm going to read the description <laughs> of this thing because what? In the world of hard ciders, this is the smooth talker, the one who throws out compliments to complete strangers, crafted from hand-picked apples from our own trees. Flannel mouth has just enough sweet to make the other beers blush. Oh, that was cute. Flannel mouth. Um, oh, shit. That's delicious. Um, well, I think that's all I really... Oh, wait. I have to talk about why I'm having such a bomb-ass week. Yes, <laughs> Earlier, when I was driving in my car, thinking about everything that I wanted to talk to you about, it seemed really great, and now I can't think of anything. Oh. Well, one of the great things that happened to me is that my horse did successfully move to Michigan. Bow, 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 bow. She's very, very well settled in and very happy, and I am very happy to have her here. 
Uh, oh, my cat's coming back to visit. That's another great thing. The Meemaw Jinx is coming. Meemaw Jinx is coming back. No one knows she left, but she's been at her grandparents' house for <laughs> a bit. <laughs> so that's exciting. Uh, things in lab are going really well. My experiments are not. <laughs> Every- oh, but you got accepted full-time into the lab. Yeah, except that you can't say that because... Oh, that's right. Yeah. And cut. <laughs> <laughs> Jay from the future here, just letting everyone know that this is now public knowledge and it's okay to leave in the podcast. Great. Okay, thanks. Bye. But I mean, yeah, that's that was like the best on, when was that, Monday? Yeah, I think that was Monday. Yeah. On Monday, I had a really great talk with my current PI and things are going really well. And I still really love the lab that I'm in and the stuff that I'm doing, even though all my experiments are failing. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag science i saw a quote on it might have been instagram it might have been twitter i don't know why but the scientific community loves twitter like fucking loves twitter like i have to get a twitter now because i'm constantly out of the scientific loop because i don't have twitter (laughs) and it was something like the only difference between a scientist and a normal person is acceptance of failure (laughs) which (laughs) feels pretty accurate this week but it's fine it happens you know you just it's fine you'll bounce back yeah you just you know scrap it all try again yeah i had what i thought was success earlier this week i was i'm just gonna like describe this experiment without describing it i did some cloning (laughs) and then uh went ahead with my transformation and got colonies which was super exciting because i have not gotten my plasmid to take up my insert before and so it appeared that that had finally happened yay (laughs) it did not oh (laughs) i sent it away (laughs) for sequencing i don't know what it is Oh no. It's not my it like the the thing that I made is not in those bacteria. So <laughs> I don't know why they're alive. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit. That's the best part of science. (laughs) It really is. No one can explain it. That's the best part. Mm -hmm. That's really funny. But yeah, you know, try it. Try, try again. (laughs) That's what they pay you for. Yeah, it's job security. One of the girls in uh, one of the labs I rotated in before always says that it's job security. If anyone could do it, there would be no jobs for scientists. (laughs) Oh, funny. Oh, man. Well, I think we've beat around the bush for a while. Do you want to talk about this book? Yeah. I started reading and immediately realized that I don't remember much of the movie. Oh, good. Well, because maybe I, not I don't good because much. I have a lot of questions. <laughs> I don't think I have any answers because I was not sure about this. Yeah, I concur. So let me just first start with the fact that Ender Wigan has to be the dumbest ass name I've ever heard. I mean, Ender's kind of cool, mm-hmm. but Wigan? Well, his name's Andrew. Andrew, because it's very biblical. <laughs> it is. I mean, there was another like weird focus on religion, and I wrote that down somewhere too. Yeah, I wrote down. I said religion again? Question <laughs> mark. I think that's what I put. Oh my god, I put page twenty-two. Religion again. Period. WTF? Question <laughs> mark. Where's like, why is religion such a large part of these books? I don't know. Like, this is sci-fi. Get your religion out of my sci-fi. I don't like, don't mix your peas and mashed potatoes. Get out. (laughs) 
Get your religion out of my science. <laughs> Get your religion out of my fantasy world. <laughs> if anything, make up your own fucking religion because that's more interesting yeah, than Catholicism. I'm not reading this for like biblical references. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know. Um, I mean, speaking of Valentine, I just don't understand the dynamics of these children. Like, what the fuck is Peter? He's a sociopath. He's absolutely a sociopath. They're children. This is so weird. They're kids. They have. Well, to, yeah. I, I mean, to preface all this he's six years old six we were in years old in six yeah six years old we were in kindergarten yeah like there's just no way there's just it just doesn't make sense no this is like, not how six year olds behave think, it's not how they behave it's not how they think they don't think maliciously like that like i don't remember like picking on anyone or being picked on until like middle no. school you're 12 in middle school i mean i can remember people picking on me in like first grade really maybe Absolutely. i've just blocked it all out but I, I feel Maybe. like it's it's not like the malicious way that he's thinking. Right. Like he went out of his way to pick on that kid that he broke the arm of. Like he went out of his way to pick on him. Yeah, what? I think that's kind a of six the point. Year old kindergarten. Yeah. He's like hatching a plan to pick on this kid. Right. And he like kicked some other kid's face in. Also, a six-year-old doesn't have the strength for that. I've been kicked by a six-year-old who wanted to hurt me. And let me tell you, it didn't fucking hurt. <laughs> I, I have so many questions about this author. And I don't know anything about Orson Scott Card, but here are my thoughts about him. One, he doesn't have children. Two, he's not married. Three, he may have never touched a woman in his life. Oh my God. Oh man, what makes you say the woman thing? Because this book, I this is weird. It's weird for me. He like caught me off guard by saying that girls don't usually make it into the academy, which I didn't like. It was it was made in the 80s. I think this book's from the 80s. 70s. 1977. 70s. Okay. So I did try to oh, keep an open mind. Uh also, and like his backup for it was just like infuriating. Mm -hmm. He said like they don't usually make it in. I think because they're not as ruthless as men, mm -hmm. which mm -hmm. I'm sorry, you have never confronted a mother who is have defending you ever a child. dated a woman. <laughs> I, that's that's my point. I don't think so. <laughs> he said they have years of evolution, hundreds or millions of years of evolution working against them. I don't I don't know what. I hope you realize that we evolved at the same time. Right. That's it's my not number that one. Men concern. evolved a lot faster. I don't know. Nope. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> nope. Certainly not. And if, I if if that is true, then women have a great comeback coming. Right. <laughs> It just like I was annoyed and then as I kept reading there's just like this book and I hate that I'm gonna use this phrase this book is just like dripping with fragile masculinity mm -hmm. because I don't know how else to describe it it's very like awkwardly I don't know I wrote down a couple examples where I was like this is so weird and I, I lost it that's why I'm like trying to well trying to find <clears throat> it. no that's okay I I'm getting like a weird sense of racism too are you getting oh. are you picking up on um, that yet? I mean, he, I don't know. I don't think so. I mentally remember him pointing out that there was like one black kid. Yeah. Which, hey, props to him. He's doing better than JK. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Dean Thomas is black. Oh, that's right. He? Dean Thomas. Yep. And Lee. You're yeah, right. One Never mind. One. Never mind. 
<laughs> retracted. <clears throat> but I he I don't I don't know. He like kind of made fun of the way what's the kid's name? Bernard, is that it? Oh, Bernard who's French and he like obviously hates the French. Yeah, he like obviously the hates French the French in and their he makes fun of the way he's talking. I'm like, I, I don't know. It's just an accent. Like what? Right. <laughs> Question He mark? described it as so the French people in this universe don't start teaching standard, which I'm assuming is English, ah. until children are four so that they will have a French accent because they're trying oh. to preserve their culture. That's what yeah. I got out of it. They don't teach standard until the child is four and the French language patterns are set, which I thought that language patterns were set around eight to nine years of age. But what the fuck do I know? Certainly yeah. not child development. Um, <laughs> so they're doing it on purpose so that their children will sound French. But he described it as the French in their arrogance don't teach <laughs> st- don't teach standard until the children are four to preserve the language patterns. And I was like, well, no, I I took that too. He's like trying to make them pompous. Yes, and. I don't I don't know. It just felt really weird. Like, I don't know. It, it's all the dynamics between the children are really weird. And the dynamics that like Ender sees in his head are really weird. I found one of the lines. Um, One of the boys is older. He's like 12 or 13. And he's I don't know if it means he's tall or it means he's getting a beard or it's somehow trying to reference his genitalia. I don't know. <laughs> the, the, <laughs> What? Oh, the quote we should was, probably say how far we've read. I've only read up to about chapter oh, five. You've kind of made it into chapter seven, but like basically 80 pages. Yeah, yeah. I'm on page 78 and I started reading okay, okay. the same sentence a couple times because I was very tired. Um, So to describe that this boy is taller or bigger or whatever, he said getting his man's growth started. And I was like, why don't you just say he's taller? Hmm. That's what I wrote. I'm sorry. Getting his man's growth started. Why don't you just say he's growing? Well, yeah. Yeah, it does kind of refer to like his penis. Does it? <laughs> like, like balls. Like, I don't know. I, like, does that what he's trying to talk I, about? I just found it so weird. And here describing a 12-year-old. I don't know a singer 12-year-old that like grew a beard. Well, not yeah. I mean, men like boys' growth is is later anyway. They don't hit growth spurts until like 15. Again. So like at what 12, he's already hitting a growth spurt. He's gonna be a fucking tall motherfucker. <laughs> right? Or he has a disease. <laughs> <laughs> or he has really big balls. Who knows? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what part of him Ender was looking at. He is a 12-year-old child who is either really tall, already has a beard, or somehow Ender is checking out this kid's package. Uh, as a six-year-old. I don't know what it is. In kindergarten. As a six-year-old. I'm not surprised. I don't know. Do you even understand growth at that point in time? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, and in general, I understand that he's trying to portray these children as geniuses, right. but it doesn't matter. Even if they're a genius... You can't pick up like social stuff any faster. If anything, they should be worse at social interactions if they're this smart. I don't know any genius six-year-olds who are also like at this level of intelligence that Ender is supposed to be at. And here, here's my overall thought about the book. This is someone who thinks they're able to set up a smart character, not really knowing how a smart person behaves. Yeah, that's what I'm kind of feeling like too. Like he's actually... 
acting like these kids are smart and that their development is well past. It's not that their development's lacking and that their brain is too smart for their development. It's that their development is way smarter than what they should be at, which doesn't make any sense. There's no biological reason that that should make sense. It's like an 18-year-old crammed into a six-year-old. Yeah. You know, and like you cannot have that kind of wisdom without years of experience. And I'm thinking of it more in that just imagine, so most children don't walk until one years of age. Imagine having a two-month-old walking. Like that doesn't make any sense. Right. You can't even have the muscle, like the muscle development to do that. It, it, he's some, I don't, he's like, yeah, I, uh, okay. That's, I think that's enough because you're right. He is putting an 18 year old's mind and thought process mm-hmm. into a six year old's body and they're in fucking kindergarten. They are painting by numbers yep. still. They are painting by numbers. It doesn't matter how smart they are. They're still painting by numbers. Yeah. And, and you like along those same lines, like he is trying to describe Ender enjoying these activities because to his brilliant mind, they appear as games and like the creators of this whatever use these games to like enhance their learning or to like evaluate their personality. I'm not even sure. But like Ender is aware that he sees them as games, which I think is wrong. I don't think that Ender would be able to separate himself from his enjoyment of a game-like activity to recognize that it's a game. You know, like if you are suffering from mental illness, you don't know you're suffering from mental illness because you have a mental illness. Right. For example, one of my psychology professors, I've taken one psych class, so here's so much experience in this area, uh, described a girl who came in to the clinic with raging over compulsive disorder. Mm-hmm. And she came in for time management. That's what she wanted help with because she brushed her teeth 80 times a day. Oh, so she and needed more time to brush her teeth or she needed more time to do other things? <laughs> well, she needed to figure out how to balance her teeth brushing with the other things that she wanted to accomplish because she wasn't able to like do daily activities because she had to brush her teeth 80 times. She did not realize that brushing her teeth 80 times a day was a problem. Right. So I feel like a six-year-old who's brilliant would just see it as fun. They would not be like, oh, I see this activity as a game and I'm going to make it a game to myself. It is just a game to him. Well, right. I'm imagining something along the lines of, you know, making a quote-unquote game to form a line to go out to recess. Mm -hmm. You know, you're in kindergarten, you're all sitting at your desks and the teacher creates like a fun activity to get everyone to get into a line. You don't think like, oh, this is a fun game. You you just just do it it. and you and enjoy doing it. Right. You're not like, oh, this is a game. I'm going to do really well at this game. Right. And I mean, the game software in general, I don't fucking understand. (laughs) There's so much. There's so much suspension of disbelief for this universe that I can't get behind it. Yeah, it's I'm struggling a little bit. Yes. And And I I honestly, I haven't even really gotten to the games. I've gotten like just a little taster of the games. Oh my God, just you wait. Just you wait. There's no rules. The games just adapt to be whatever the player needs them to be, whether it's their psych, like, because I don't know the purpose of these games. I don't know if it's psychological development. I don't know if it's strategy. I honestly don't know why they're playing these stupid games, but the games evolve endlessly. I'm sorry, but whoever built those games and wrote that code is the person that you should be looking for to lead your army. Like, there's your fucking genius. There's no such thing as games that don't have a pre-existing structure. You can't can't do it. There's none. The game just like becomes whatever it needs to be. And like the level of detail in these games is absurd. Like there's just... Well, that's okay. I think I do remember. I was starting to fall asleep, but I'm pretty sure that... So the very first 
experience that Ender gets is he's watching the 12 year olds play mm-hmm. right and then he just magically does it and beats them so like we, I get it sure. we're building his character to believe that he's exceptional but so like he just right. creates this trick in the game I didn't really understand but he like mm-hmm. creates this trick that stumps the 12 year old that's like watching the Pac-Man no- yeah. for a couple weeks and knowing like where the ghosts are gonna come from because you've memorized the code of the game yeah I'm sorry but no no I just can't three get tries. It. Or just, and then or- and then like Pac-Man has the ability to evolve and the ghosts learn new behaviors yeah it just doesn't make any <sighs> sense but no I just don't think that this book has aged well in that like the way uh, he's talking about you know that you don't have the slightest fucking clue about these games <laughs> no and you know what else I realized like okay so this book does have a couple awards it has a huge it's a Hugo winner and Nebula winner I don't really know what either of those things mean but it does no. say New York Times best-selling author not New York Times bestseller which is interesting yeah that's very interesting he has a lot of standalone books I wonder what he won it for I don't know um in the beginning he's got a lot of standalone books that are just like one-offs which yeah I thought was kind of interesting because um I was initially when I was like so excited to read this game because space uh to read this game I was <laughs> <laughs> I was going to let you roll with it. <laughs> I was excited to read this book because it was going to be like video games in space and I was excited. I wanted to ask people, like, how are his one-offs? Should we add one of those? I was really excited because I really liked this movie. They also didn't make Ender 6 in the movie. Oh. He's like 12. Yeah. Because that made makes so much fucking more sense. Yes. Like, <laughs> it's just, I could maybe buy it for like a 10-year-old. Would be That would be like the youngest that you could push this past me would be 10. And I'd right. still be like, I don't know. Lots of 10-year-olds are pretty stupid. Yeah. Oh, man. But the world building is just beyond me. And in general, the concept that people who are not geniuses are trying to mold the development and like behavior and strategy patterns of geniuses seems like a terrible idea. Yeah. I don't know. I just I don't think I have enough of an idea of what's going on. I went into this totally blind. I didn't read any reviews. I didn't read the back cover. I didn't watch the movie. I'm going in totally unaware. And I am just not quite picking up what's being put down. (laughs) I'm not either. And I saw the movie. And I mean, when I saw the movie, I didn't question it. You know, like I just enjoyed the movie. There was enough explosions for me that I was very entertained. (laughs) (laughs) And I didn't stop to question any of the world building. And I was questioning world building like on the first or second page that I was like, this doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. And what's the purpose of this? So like from what I gather, aliens attacked prior. The What are they called? Buggers? Buggers. Good one. Yeah. Oh, speaking of that, I have a note here that says, oh my God, this slang is worse than, than Maze Runner. And I wonder how Jay <laughs> feels about it. The buggers. Why? The He's six slang. though. He's six. Not that. I was the pissed when 18 slang. year olds were creating clunk. He's six. He can create the word clunk if he wants to. <laughs> No, no, no. The older kids have slang. Oh, no. Yeah. The commanders are using buggers. The people at the beginning of every chapter that do that dialogue, they are using the word buggers. I hate that, by the way. I hate the passages that are like the controllers talking. It's just like two dudes talking to each other about how they like this kid, but they're going to fuck him up. I like don't understand. It adds nothing to the story. Well, it's like giving you background, but it's absolutely meaningless. Like you don't get any kind of intro into this 
into this world. You don't get any kind of background. And like, so I I liked Maze Runner in that there was not enough background and you learned with Thomas. Sure. Ender doesn't need to learn anything. He's in this world and he right. gets it. He's so in there's it. no chance for us to understand this world at all. To like pick it up. And <laughs> no. Yeah. Nope. It doesn't make any sense. By the way, uh, the slang starts in chapter seven. So sorry. Spoiler alert. You're going to fucking hate it. <laughs> Okay, good. (laughs) There's another slang and it's really fucking stupid. Do you think, uh, I can't remember who wrote The Maze Runner, James Dashner. Do you think he like took Ender's (gasps) Game and kind of just like rearranged it? I mean, I don't, I wouldn't say that, but did he read Ender's Game when he was a kid? Maybe. Yeah, probably. Probably. He's about the right age. Oh my God. That thought had not It makes so much sense because I was reading this and I was like, man, this is like a weirdly weird off of The Maze Runner, but Maze Runner. It's definitely written way better. <laughs> you know what's so funny is that when we were describing the fact that we were going to read Ender's Game, we called it Maze Runner in Space. Oh, did we? <laughs> yeah. 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 We were like, it's going to be Maze Runner in Space. And it is. It is. How interesting. I had an English teacher in college and I don't remember what the class was. We read stupid shit that I didn't care about and we read Pride and Prejudice, which I love. Um, it was it was a weird class. I, it might have been American literature. No, it couldn't have been because we read Pride and Prejudice. I don't fucking know. I don't know what I'm talking about. It was an English class. But she... <laughs> We went on a ride right there. She said, all stories are the same story. She was like, there are no new stories. She was like, back when we started writing, we wrote all the stories and we've just wrote different versions of them throughout history. And yeah. I was like, there's no, no way No, I can definitely jump on that train for sure. Yeah, but like as I've gotten older and I've read and read and read, I absolutely believe that. Everything is the same. And like the general progression of what is termed an epic is ab- like the formula is absolutely the same. We could look it up right now and we could predict the plot of all of these books just based on using like the skeleton of an epic. Yeah, and I I definitely get frustrated when an author uses the same formula over and over and over again. It gets mm-hmm. too predictable, especially if yeah. it, if there's more than one book in that series. Um, the only aside I would say would be in each genre, you kind of notice that one person does it first and, and then, then everyone, everyone kind it. of tags along. Absolutely. Like like this dystopian kind of theme has really, it hit like a big spark for a little while there with the Hunger Games, Mm -hmm. with Divergent, the Maze Runner, like that Mm -hmm. they all kind of revolve around the same kind of concept. Anyway, we'll uh, bring that right back full circle. Yeah, I just don't know if I buy it yet. I'm not really enjoying it because I'm just annoyed with the author. And once I'm annoyed with the author, this is probably true for a lot of people, but once I feel like, like this guy is in this book, you know, the way he writes and the way he's trying to build this world, he's in there and I'm annoyed by his presence. (laughs) I don't want him there and I can't can't get his writing style out of my head enough to enjoy this story. Like I'm picking up more of his techniques and style as an author than I am the actual story and like enjoying the science fiction portion of it. I'm gonna uh, Google a little picture of him. Tell me if this man is a virgin because right now to me, <laughs> oh my God, if you could see this picture, can I share my screen I'm looking with him you? up right now. How do I do that? No, no, you need to see this picture. Okay, okay. <laughs> That is exactly what I just imagined. Oh, my God. (laughs) That just epitomizes it so good. So the final thing, are you still there? Hello? Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm I'm reading about this guy right now because I need to know if he's married. (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm gonna look up what a Hugo Award is. Best science fiction or fantasy works of the year. Yeah. Barf, 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 barf. And Nebula Award. Best science fiction or fantasy published in the United States. He won those awards back to back. When the book first came out? Because like, I think I, imagine yourself in the 70s. Sure. And you've never seen something like a smartphone. Right. <laughs> or never played any video games ever. I, or played any good video games or like seen computer coding, for example. <laughs> like I'm just thinking about my brother who's a software engineer and like the amount of work it takes to make a character be able to choose the direction they face in when they're talking to somebody else takes so much work that like a self-evolving video game is just out of the question for me. There's just, it's absolutely you can't You absurd. can't give me a world in which a video game that evolves and is practically self-aware is not the genius of the book. Right. Like I, whoever that is would save this planet. Like forget <laughs> Ender, the person who made this computer game that can adapt to the individual player and create, it's world creating like on the fly. Well, and so then this leads me into my final question in that, so I just finished up the part where Ender like fucks around with <laughs> Bernard and like cheats the code, cheats the system, hacks the system, whatever sure. you want to call it. So how is this game so advanced, mm -hmm. but the system is so easy to break? So oh, that, is the system easy to break because Ender's really smart or mm -hmm. do they make it easy to it, allow them to fuck with each other? It was made easy <laughs> so they would fuck with each other. But what if Ender's supposed to be that smart and like, because they they have that one kid um, ask him like, oh man, how'd you do that? Like, that's really cool. Mm -hmm. And and Ender's like, yeah, I just, you know, I just fucking did it. <laughs> And it's like, is the system easy or is or is this supposed to show us how smart Ender is? It's both. So yeah. it's, it, they'll actually talk about it a little bit more in the later bit okay. of your chapter that it was made easy on purpose so that they would fuck with each other and Ender isn't the only one who figures it out. Oh, okay, good. But I mean, it, right. it so still that doesn't kind of, really that matter. That kind of solves that question for me. But like, I still, you know, the people at the beginning of each chapter, it, it's just, I don't know. They seem, they are all fucking stupid if this six-year-old is smarter than them. Yeah. Even a six-year-old Sheldon could not be smarter than these people. <laughs> right. Like, they might be better at, like, what was he doing? Like, doubles where he was doing incredible math in his head. Oh, yeah. Right. I've seen a person who can do things like that, and that's all they can do. Ender's going to be, like, this amazing Thomas, and mm -hmm. he's going to be, like, this, you know, hero who right. was promised, mm -hmm. and he's going to break the game, and he's going to solve world hunger, and it's going to be Save the great. world from a threat that we don't understand. Yeah. I, I also, I don't really understand. This is the last rant. Last rant. Right. I don't understand um, the... Not oh, damn it. I don't understand the point. Not the point. I don't understand the system that they're using to make Ender a genius where like they have some kind of like plasticity control over his personality where they're like, well, we'll push him really hard, but not too hard. We'll make him a psychopath. Like if you have well, a right, formula... Like, I, don't, I still don't understand the thing that was in the back of his neck. They ne that never gets wrapped up yet anyway. Yeah, he had like a monitor like they were listening to everything that was happening around him but they were also able to like see his inner thoughts and I can't figure out if they're still able to hear him or not well yeah the people at the beginning of each chapter kind of make it seem like they are still spying on him yeah well right and there's this weird thing that's happening where Ender is thinking someone and someone answers his thoughts out loud like wait really keep an eye out for it it's happened multiple times where he thinks something and someone goes not this and and then actually I'm hang on let me see if I can find it yeah 39 
on page 39, he thinks something. Okay, here we go. Uh, he gets his suit and it has a gun. And oh, yeah. there and there was a pistol within. A laser gun, it looked like, since the end was solid, clear glass. But surely they wouldn't let children have lethal weapons. Not laser, said a man. Ender looked up. Those were Ender's inner thoughts. Yeah. And an adult walked in and said, not laser. But it has a tight enough beam. Well focused. You can aim it, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, Why you're did that right. Like, know he that he it, thinking- it's not like conversational. It's not like he's like telling the whole group. It's like he's talking specifically to Ender. Exactly. And that also happened on page 31, apparently. Page 31. <laughs> so Ender is describing the strange gravity stuff. And I'm going to read the paragraph before because it's so annoying. Yep. But for Ender, Graf's gravity game was fun and he carried it further, imagining that Graf was actually hanging upside down from the center aisle and then picturing him sticking straight out from a sidewall. Gravity could go any which way. However, I want it to go. I can make Graf stand on his head and he doesn't even know it. What do you think is so funny, Wigan? Graf's voice was sharp and angry. What did I do wrong, thought Ender? Did I laugh out loud? Obviously, he did not. So, well, I guess maybe he I was guess like, I guess you should take that in that maybe he was laughing and didn't realize he was laughing. Mm, sure. I, yeah, I could see that. But that, that's exactly, that epitomizes what I'm talking about. He is so poor at describing. You're just, you're just supposed to kind of roll with it. And I, I'm not that kind of reader. Like, mm-hmm. I need things really kind of laid out for me. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. And sometimes like the, I'm not a physicist, but I feel like some of this gravity stuff isn't right. (laughs) (laughs) And how are they spinning? Do they have jets? Like, what are they doing? Oh, I don't. Yep. Nope. Can't even. Nope. Don't even touch that. Yep. (laughs) Leave it. (sighs) Leave it. Sorry, Ender's Game. We're we're questioning you too much. Yeah. So what do you think? I'm almost, (laughs) I'm exactly, I think a quarter of the way through. It looks like it if this goes the whole way to the end. You know what we didn't do is plot predictions. So I guess we could should do those now. <laughs> Plot predictions. Okay, so I've seen the movie, which right. I think uh, maybe you remember now. Uh, no, I don't remember. Um, I kind of know some of the major plot points that will be revealed, and I know like the general plot progression, but like the details, I don't understand. I want to say that he is not going to be in the academy until he's twelve, and that he's going to see his family and his sister. I think before then, that could be because I've seen the movie. But because it really kind of makes it seem like he's not going to see his family because they're trying to eliminate Valentine because Mm -hmm. they know how much of an effect she has on him. Yeah, but so I wonder if that's something that the movie threw it in. I mean, that's true. It could be true. That here's my thought is that they're gonna need him to do something and he is going to rebel against the system because he became too smart. (laughs) And they're gonna have to use her as a last resort. Because honestly, they don't know what to do with him. They're not smart people. Like you can't control. I feel like my prediction's a little bit different. I feel like something is up. So it's Ender's game. So it's something that Ender's going to create a game or something Mm -hmm. that's going to revolutionize the academy. And somehow he, at at six years old, I don't think we're going to advance through the years. Like, I think we're going to stay six. Unless there's like this really weird, like Rocky training montage. Like, I don't imagine them bouncing through (laughs) years really quick. I think as a six-year-old, he's going to create this crazy game that's going to fix a problem that they've had, somehow trick the buggers, and he's going to be able to, he's going to be leading the front lines and killing all the buggers and bringing world peace. This is a one-off book, right? Like, there's no trilogy. Oh, actually, I don't know. 
Google. No, this is there's like four. Oh, there's four. Shit. Okay, that kind of throws my pl- prediction for the loop. Three? I kind of thought this was. I kind of thought this was a one-off, which there's would four. mean he would need to wrap it all up in one book. Nope. But I, I still think that he's going to do something to revolutionize the war itself, and and he's going to and I don't know, kill all the buggers. I guess so. Also, where is this war? Like, are people fighting in it right now? Why, no, like, I don't know. It can't be that serious of a war because there are people on Earth. Like, his dad didn't get enlisted. Well, right. And they're planning on training a six-year-old until he's 16. Right. So, yeah. All in all, I'm not super thrilled. I'll finish it because I'm curious at, at like, where Ender is going to become Thomas from the Maze Runner. Like, I, I want to know what <laughs> you his mean where major Thomas breakthrough is going to be. Ender. Yeah. It, there's going to be a major breakthrough. And I, I, I'm, I don't know. I, I don't right. think, I don't think his family is going to come back into it at all. Right. Though. I mean. I think the movie might have played a little bit more into maybe. that. I know the ending, so I can't oh. say anything. Well, wh- so you're saying your plot prediction's correct? No. Oh. I know the ending. Well, I don't so know he's, how they get he's, there. World peace. Is that the ending? Not exactly. Oh, well, fuck. It, I mean, it has somewhat of a plot twist, I guess. Hmm. But. Well, I think this is one of the ones that we should watch the movie since we're not really liking the book. And you texted me this earlier this week. And you're like, maybe this is that anomaly where the movie is better the than movie the book. Is better than the book. <laughs> It could so, be. So yeah, I think this is definitely one where we should watch the movie and then, you know, talk about it. Yeah, agreed. We'll have a we'll have an offshoot episode. Although I did really like the Maze Runner movie. I felt like it was better than the book too. I mean, I saw the Maze Runner movie and then went and got the books because I liked it so much. Yeah. I mean, I like both. I like things that the, the movies did better, like <laughs> the Grievers in general. <laughs> the slugs. Yeah. <laughs> um, as the series progresses, I don't agree with all the choices that the directors made in terms of changing the story. The Maze Runner. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I didn't appreciate their character choices later in the series based on what I read in the books. Yeah. I think the books did a better job of character development later. Yeah. And like what would make sense to me for the characters who were in that situation. And the movies went very like Hollywood, what we normally want to see. Ah, that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I wonder then if the movie, uh, Ender's Game movie, kind of gave it a little bit of a Hollywood twist. When did the movie yeah. come out? In the early 2000s? Oh, no, it couldn't have been that. 2003, I feel like I want to say. Ender's Game? I think it was later than that. Oh, really? Okay. Also, final thought. I'm pissed that they would choose a book like this to create into a movie, but then we don't get a fucking movie or a TV series about Bartimaeus. Hulu, can you fucking jump on that, please? That would be great. (laughs) Hulu, Netflix, whoever it takes. Um, I don't give a fuck. Give me this movie. 2013. So the graphics should be better. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the graphics were... Oh, it's going to come out on TV soon. It's going to be on sci-fi. Oh, how funny. Next Friday at 4. So read up, bitch. <laughs> oh, fuck yes. Let's go. <laughs> how funny. We won't even have to rent it. Nope. Uh, Yeah, I will because I don't have cable. <laughs> oh, yeah, me neither. Oh, shit. <laughs> We won't even have to rent it. Such millennials. Oh my god. I'm I'm like looking at some stuff from the movie because I wanted to remember who played Ender. No, I know. I kind of want to watch the trailer after we're done recording. No, <laughs> it'll it'll give stuff away. No. Don't. <sighs> <sighs> All right. Well, I had a fun time discussing Ender's game with you. I did too. It's always a good time <laughs> when we get really angry. Yeah, when we get to shit whether we like the book or get to shit on the book, it's always a good time. It's always a good time <laughs> with you. 
Oh, boo. <laughs> um, well, as always, even though I haven't been very active, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter, but I am really sucking at Twitter. So mostly on Instagram <laughs> at Epiloggers Pod. Oh, and oh my God, Shay posted her first Instagram post what? over the weekend. It was what, what, so what fucking amazing. It was great. I'm so proud of her. <laughs> I took a real picture. Your photography skills are way better than mine. <sighs> I'm getting so stuffy from this beer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not very far down in this cider. It's very good, though. I, I do like it. Yeah, this plum was fantastic, honestly. Uh, we'll read the rest of Ender's Game this week, and hopefully it goes better than what we're anticipating. <laughs> Spoiler alert, it won't. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. I have no idea, honestly. Your turn. Oh, hang on. I'm going to do it. Don't tell me. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Breaking my concentration. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> Remember, the best way to survive the sadistic space game that is adulthood is with a book in one hand. And a beer in the other. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And that's it for this prologue. We'll see you in two weeks. 